Gucci Gang? Uh, yeah, we're recording. We're Gucci recording. Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci. <laughs> Shout reco- out to Lil Pump and his MAGA tears. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Lil Pump. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Lil Wayne. Shout out to all the littles. Now, but the, Shout out to all the littles. Like, real quick, before we even start, like, um, do you think that, do you think that Wayne, that whole MAGA shit when Wayne was about that charge he was about, that he just caught? Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, it was, it was, uh, it was about building some type of collateral with the president. Right. Whether it was he cut him a check or I know I've been in some shit and it's a matter <laughs> of time, so let me build some collateral now with you because yeah. I'm going to need this pardon. But of course, Lil Wayne don't know how the pardon system works. You got to get convicted first, bro. Right, yeah. The timeline of it is, he, it yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, he thought now it was. Because he thought Trump was going to win. Yeah, he thought it was just going to go away. But technically speaking, Trump did win. The Democrats stole it all. Stole, they, they did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they, stole, they stole the presidential election and lost seats in the, in the House and Senate. Yeah, at so the same that, time. Because, you know, Democrats don't, don't even know how to steal right. At the same damn time. Well, damn time. everyone, welcome, 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 welcome back um, to the Boston Bros Show. I'm here, check. Jeremy's here. Alec is yeah, there. Yeah. Behind the boards, you can't see him, but you can hear him. Oh, you're going to feel him, too. You're going to feel him. This is episode 21. <laughs> 21 like Deion Sanders. 21 like... Money is a blessing. Money is a blessing. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> Deion Sanders was my favorite player growing up. Yo, did you ever... <laughs> this is a funny, like, did you ever, like, want to change your name when you were a Absolutely. kid? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I wasn't hard body about it, but I was definitely open to changing my Alec, name. Alec, did you ever want to change your name? Uh, I don't think I ever wanted to change my name, nah. Nah, so you liked your name? Yeah. I, I fuck like you. Name. Alexander's a powerful fuck name. Fuck you. It's a powerful name. Alexander fuck the you. Great. Like, what the fuck? This dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen. You have Jeremy and Alexander. <laughs> fuck y'all. Hey, Jeremy fuck y'all. Gabriel. Right? Yeah, Gabriel. Yeah. Both ends. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm fucking check. No middle oh, name. You the check, nigga. You the no, check, here's baby. the thing. No, here's the thing. I love my name now. All right. Now, all right, but when you're right. like five, six, seven years old, you do not want check as your fucking name. <laughs> you do not want it. And the funny thing is, is I never was like teased because it's like people would try and make puns about it or mm-hmm. a little dumb joke, but it wasn't like good. It wasn't yeah. like checker. They would just call me, you know, dumbass nicknames that wouldn't fly. But like, it's, so it's just more difficult. It's so funny. Like when I hear you ordering food now and you'll, leave, you'll tell them Charles. Charles, yeah. And I know exactly Charles is my fucking up his name. Yeah, Charles is my fake Charles. name. Like why would I give it, why would I tell them check and they're like, what did you say? Check? Jack? Jack? One time I told somebody my name was check and they were like, Jackie? I was like, what? Yeah, that's like some pure white people shit. Yeah, for real. And that's why I wanted to change my name because that's that's the difficult part of having and having like a a unique name is that like now it's like in the first day of class type shit you know like y'all niggas never went through this but like i don't need to know alphabetically where my name is all i need to know is when the teacher pauses when they're reading down the names (laughs) and then they pause and i'm like check they're like oh thank you you know what i mean but real talk though it's, it's it's funny you bring up names because it's like my name is jeremy Right, but I don't look like a Jeremy. Mm-hmm. When people hear my voice over the telephone, yeah, you're fooling, some, you're fooling the whites. White. I'm fooling, yeah. fooling the whites. Alec they, is gonna get a fucking top oh, job. Oh my oh. goodness! <laughs> until until they meet me in person, they're like, Jer- 
Jerome? Jerome? Did I, I, know. Did I have Jeremy. that fucked up? It's Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. Been emailing me, been talking to me for two weeks. Call me Jeremy, no problem. Once they see that melanin in front of them, oh, no, 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 no. You're a yeah. Jerome now. Yeah, something's up. You're a Jerome. But I, br- I brought up De- <laughs> De- that, Dion saying, because I because at that time, Dion was my favorite player. Oh, <laughs> and I okay. wanted to change my name to Dion. I was like, okay. yeah, that's the name I want. I want okay. to spell just like that. <laughs> I remember I told, I told Puppy, I was like, yo, I want to change my name. And, of course, Puppy, like, He's not like gonna like. <laughs> he's not gonna sit there and like fucking tell. He's gonna tell you why your name is important, whatever. But he's yeah. also gonna say, well, if you want to change your name, you have at eighteen years old, you go yep. fill out this paperwork yep. Yep. and da 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 and all this <laughs> other shit. Very he's matter t- of fact, yeah, mad matter of fact. <laughs> like he's telling me this at six years old, like telling me about the fucking the, the legal process. yeah the legal process of changing your name and how you got to talk to this fucking. Why the the sec- fuck? Yeah, the secretary of state in the fucking town and shit. Like, nigga, I'm six. Do something, nigga. Get out from the computer. <laughs> but anyway, um, sorry. So we all grew up as fast as we grew up. It is what it is. Right, we're exactly. Fucking, uh, we're a six going on 26. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, there was really much, there really wasn't much childhood for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Latchkey kids. Ah, ah, ah. You feel ah, me? Ah, ah, ah. You know what I mean? Been on the block. Still on the block. Yeah. Now <laughs> we're merely adopted by it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We knew we, we was in the streets of Brockton when it wasn't cool. Straight up. When you had to get off the bus, nigga, nothing but prostitutes <laughs> and crackheads on the corner. You gotta the walk your checking everybody. Yeah, and you gotta walk Straight your up. ass through the through the jungle just to get home. Straight up. Fuck around, get home. You know how many times I know we haven't even started, but this is okay. it's a story time. Alec don't know this. Cause he's been living in luxury now, but um in his decadent in a decadent nest. <laughs> Alec is over here. Now, um, I remember being a kid, come walking home from school uh-huh. and getting home. I'm like six, uh-huh. seven. Grinton, and it was wild. That's 1996. Like, they really used to let kids just uh-huh. walk home. That's that's why kids yeah. were getting snatched up. Exactly. Crazy. Um, get off the bus and walk home. Backpack bigger than you and shit. Um, <laughs> I used to come home and see... The house is like a mess a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The house is a mess. Like the drawers are pulled mm-hmm. open. Da-da-da. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, yo, I guess mom was cleaning or something right. like that and she didn't get to finish or something, whatever. Come to find out, yeah, we were getting robbed, got robbed. <laughs> every time. Bro, we got robbed at least at least three different occasions. Yeah. At various different places we were living when we grew up, yo. It was crazy. Straight like. Up. You don't, you just, you're a kid, you don't understand, you don't know, and yep. you're just like, okay, I guess that's what it was. But it's like, no, niggas were in our house. Yeah. Like, ransacking. Ransacking looking our crib. Money, and a lot of take. times it was the people right that lived right up under us. Them, and that was another thing that helped us is because the crackheads in our neighborhood were white. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> we yeah. never had this, uh, we talk about it all the time, like we never had like this, this, uh, view of white people like they were better than us. Yeah, our, our world view yeah. is, is very unique when you compare it to the standard world view of like African Americans based in the United States because where we grew up, we grew around rich and poor white and black people and particularly mm-hmm. poor white people. Yeah. So 
we were never fooled by the BS we'll see on TV about how great white life is. Because yeah. we were like, no, we see it every day. And and drugs and violence and poverty up. riddles only the black community. Uh, uh no. No. <laughs> no. When we saw them statistics, no. I'm not understanding that the most people that are on on welfare, on government assistance, yep. all the, yep. are white. The first time and I had a conversation about like what what uh, not section eight, what food stamps were, mm -hmm. were with one of our white neighbors. Right. You know, she yeah. broke it down to me. Like, yeah, this is the money that the state gives me so I can feed my daughter. Because my she went on and on about her husband was a piece of POS and all that. And oh, cetera, now you now you're bleeping out piece of shit. You I can't know, say right? piece of shit. You've been chilling around with too many shit. white people, man. <laughs> Alec, how's our sound? Uh, sounds pretty good to me. Okay, beautiful. beautiful. Let yeah, us know if we're like drifting we, away from the mic. We, we grew up in those settings, and, and it really steered our worldview. So we're not swayed by the BS that we see on TV. Right. So. So you combine our worldview, growing, growing up around rich and poor, white and black people, uh, going to a good school. Because I don't know if you're aware of this. The school that we went to at the time, the elementary school, before we came out here to uh, to Randolph or whatever, the unknown was the school for gifted children. Mm. When that school first opened up, it was named after Dr. William E. Arnone. He was a, he was a very popular doctor around the city. And when they opened up that school, the intention was for the, all the gifted students of all the gifted children mm. of Randolph to attend that school. Of Brockton? Of, of Brockton. Of Brockton, yeah, of Brockton. So mm. it is what I it didn't is, know man. that. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't change shout the name. Shout out to the Arnone. Shout out to Arnone. Shout, shout, out, to, shout to out to the Boogie Down. Shout out to the Boogie Down. I know this is a Boston Bro show, but listen, Boston. Boston encompasses everything. If it comes as. Yeah, we all like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like people. With the South Shore. Yeah, exactly. Like, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. It's like Boston is such a small city that, but people don't really understand like greater Boston and how everything, if you live right outside of the city, I mean, everything you do still encompasses the city. Exactly. You know what I mean? Your parents exactly. work in the city. You work in the city. You might go to school in the city. You might, you have every, every, your day to day has everything to do with Boston. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like, it's like, or yeah, your parents, it's like, it's funny. Like when it comes to Boston, it's like, I understand Back Bay way better than I understand jo Dorchester mm. and Roxbury mm. and all that. Of course I know where they are. Our cousins lived in Hyde Park. They lived in Dorchester, et cetera, et cetera. But like, we, we because of what we need to do, what we need to do. Right. Because of like, you know, if you're Haitian, your father probably drove cab and shit like that. And because you're Haitian and you're well, probably first generation, you went on cab rides with them. Exactly. You mother spent days at one of the hospitals. Exactly. So you're in the cab with your, with your father picking up your mother. From work. Yeah, exactly. Like, yep. and you know, what's crazy is like when you find out how many other people lived exactly like you. Exactly. Like, you think we're the only people that, like, yeah, your mom works in the city, father has to drive out, go pick her up, woo-woo. And it's like, no, my mom, my father does the same thing. I'm like, they should have been fucking carpooling if Haitians exactly. talk to each other. Um, but, that's a whole other show. Yeah, that's a whole other show, show about Haitians. About Haitians. Um, but, yeah, like, um, I don't even know where the fuck I was at with this. We're just, we're just going. We're flying. Exactly. Y'all um, understand. Sometimes yeah. we go on tangents. Um <laughs> Well, we're just talking about our upbringing right now and, and how it shaped our worldview and yeah. where we are sitting today. And part of that worldview, you know, it goes into politics. Yes. Right? You know, when I say we, we aren't fooled by the BS, you know, we, for one, are fooled by, by you know, the propaganda that any of the political parties really put out, whether, yeah. the, whether they're Republican or Democratic. Yeah. But in particularly right now, due to the current climate, 
you know, the propaganda that's being put out by the Republicans and and Agent Orange. Yeah. Who who has yet to concede, even though he doesn't need to concede, uh, to President elect Joe <laughs> Biden. But nevertheless, though, irregardless. Irregardless. You know, you got this dude Trump here who's still trying to fool people. Yeah. You know, and what I'm really, really taken aback, I'm taken aback by several different things, but here are the top two that come to my mind right now. Number one, the Republican leadership. And when I say, just for the sake of, of, of argument, doing this whole conversation, when I refer to Republicans, I'm not referring to Republican voters. I'm referring to, to the Republican politicians. Gotcha. People that have been elected by the, the voters elected officials. and been, been empowered. These officials are cowards, bro. They are. They're cowards. They are. Because it's one thing, I used to have hold a lot of respect for, for the Republican Party in general because I like how they stuck together. Yes. And to a certain degree, they're still sticking together here, you know? Yeah, but, but they've they, never they're stuck sticking together, together like they're fucking. In, in, yeah. With putting the Constitution on the line, putting democracy yeah. on the line. It's very simple. Your your candidate your candidate lost the election. He lost. Is no ifs ands or buts about it. I was pleasantly surprised that he lost. I was a little bit disappointed that he gained the amount of votes that he gained in in general. But nevertheless, though, he still lost. Mm -hmm. And for and to see the Republican Party conducting themselves conducting them, themselves the way they're conducting themselves, I mean, we're just getting this week. Today, actually, I think it was the first day that Joe Biden got access to the um, to the daily uh, briefings right. that the president and or president-elect are supposed to get. And what's fucked up about that is he was getting the briefings up until he won. It was when he won that Trump cut him off. You know, so it's been a, a couple of weeks now since the third is and now where today's what the twenty. No, today's the thirtieth. So he yeah. went damn near twenty. 20 some oh, odd days Jesus Christ. without being updated. I'm just now like really thinking like that put it in perspective to yeah. me, that in perspective mm -hmm. for me how long it's truly been. Yeah. Our, our last show was the day before the election or the weekend before the election? No, we had one after. You did have one after? We did. Oh, we did? Well, we went over the result, over, went over oh, like everything. Okay, 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 um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's. Um, so just to wrap that up though. Like, so the political climate right now is very, it's interesting for me to take a look at it because I'm putting it in my, in my, in my mental bank for the future. You know, when we get the next big political wave that comes and how people follow it and how that politician takes that power and basically abuses it. You know, because Trump's been doing what he was, he's been doing and he doesn't even know the protocols of stuff. No. You know, Trump isn't tweeting, firing people and hiring people and, and putting out, you know, presidential orders via tweet because, because you know, he prefers to do it that way. He's doing it because he doesn't even know the process. Yeah. I bet you if you sat down on Trump right, sat down on Trump down right now and said, look, Donald, let's say you want to pass this law. Break down to me the process. He don't know none of that shit. He's not going to know. He don't know none of that shit. And that's the thing. And... That's the thing. That's honestly our saving grace. Mm. Our saving grace is that he's a dumbass. Mm. You know, like, if he was a little bit smart, a little bit well-versed in how to really get this done and how shit really works and how to just not be a completely disagreeable piece of shit, we'd be seeing another four years of him. Mm. You know? Being so being so polarizing, so fucking... Um, it was too loud. He woke He's up too loud. Yeah, he woke up way too many people. He got he got the other the other side 
for every rally he did, every dog whistle that he blew to rally his base, he was rallying the other side. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so so for the for the MAGA heads who who catch this show, let it, let me let me be clear here. Maggots. When y'all say how can 80 million people vote for Joe Biden? No, no, no. You got it backwards. 80 80 million people did not vote for Joe Biden. Yeah. 80 million people voted against Your Donald Trump. Yep. Let's be very, very clear here. I didn't see it. We're, we're out here in Massachusetts, so we're seeing it firsthand. Yeah, I saw some people with some Biden, you know, lawn, lawn paraphernalia and stuff mm -hmm. like that showing their support. But wasn't nobody excited yeah. about Joe Biden winning and him being president? They were excited about getting Donald Trump out of office. Yep. You could have ran a pickle. Yeah. <laughs> through the through the freaking Democratic primary, and a pickle would have won. Eighty million. Eighty million people would have voted for that damn pickle. Probably more. Straight up. Probably straight more. Up. Just for the yeah. Straight up, because there are some people who stayed home. Like I'm still not gonna vote because I don't. I really don't like either one of these people. Yeah. You know. But yeah. So don't think of this as an as an oh you know this is this is gonna lead to whatever you think is gonna lead to them taking your guns and. What's everybody's? What's the word they throw around? Socialism and all yeah. that. No, because Social. same way that there's people on the left, and particularly people of color, who don't like the idea of defunding the police. When you look at the actual, actual statistics of that, people of color are not excited about the idea of defunding defunding the police. Only twelve to fifteen percent of people of color in this country actually agree with that. So take those same type of odds and and throw it towards body in terms of the amount of people. We're actually excited about Joe Biden being president. It's very, very low. Don't forget, Joe Biden lost every single election outside of the Senate races he ran. Every time he ran for president, he lost. He lost. He would have lost again this time if his opponent was not Donald Trump. He probably wouldn't have even been the candidate if his opponent had not been Donald Trump. Straight up. Whoever had a pulse, whoever we thought the people liked the most, or or in other words, hated the least mm -hmm. coming out coming out of the uh, Democratic primary was gonna win, or at least get eighty million votes. Yeah, we had yeah, one hundred and fifty million Demo people voting in this yeah. election. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. The Democrats had eighty million in the top. Yeah, they had eighty million in the top, and they pulled it off. Kudos to them. But you know what? What really got me fucked? <clears throat> Excuse me. What really has me messed up mm -hmm. is the fact that. I haven't been able to celebrate the way that I wanted to, really? man. No. Why? No, because this shit has been, with number one, we're doing it in a pan. Because you imagine, four years ago. I'm going to tell them about this. But you haven't watched any of the copium videos I've sent I you? I did, I did. They didn't warm, they didn't give it, you substance? Listen. <laughs> they did. Copium. But it was brief. Okay. It was brief because I just imagined, uh, by the way, this is mad just like. <laughs> Alec looks so much like the phantom producer behind the I shit because it. it's just mad dark. You don't and, feel him. And I can just see the fig I can just see the, his figure. The silhouette. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, but no. Um, 
Um, yeah, I was just looking really forward to to just like four years ago after you got elected, mind you, yeah. and we pictured what 2020 would look like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. to, uh, 2017, 2018, yeah. beginning of 2020, all 2019, even beginning of yep. 2020. Yep. You imagine what it would feel like to get him <laughs> out of here, for him to lose and all this other shit. You didn't picture a pandemic. You didn't nope. picture like he would nope. fuck all this other shit, blah, 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 blah. We would have been dancing in the streets. We would have seen club fly. Flyers, yep. oh, yep. you know we could see the ridiculous Atlanta True. club flyer, flyers True. twerk True. for Biden or some shit like that, <laughs> twerk off for of Biden, twerk, twerk, Trump twerk or some shit like that at fucking Cascades or fucking Magic City or some shit like that. We would have saw some shit so like Lou that. Lou Williams is up in there. Who? Lou Williams is up in there. Oh, right most now. definitely. He's getting them lemon pepper wings. <laughs> Ain't nothing stopping him. A bubble, millions of dollars, a championship, nothing. Oh, he's in there. But, um... Yeah, I, I just like, I'm like, damn, I just, we just had to like, we did it for in, of course, the draw out of the, we, number one, we couldn't celebrate the night of the election because all these fucking states had to wait to, yeah. to count their shit. Yeah. We could have been celebrating that night. It was such a, it was so drawn out uh, that mean. we, it never got to that fever pitch fucking 11 p.m. projected we fucking wow it was draw it was long and drawn out okay. and that and it kind of disappeared with that one night it's of course we was in this we were in the city the night yeah. that 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 um it was like when they said biden won and all that and you saw the energy in the city and yeah. that weekend that weekend it was palpable but it still was supposed to be a little bit more than that so I feel you. I feel you. I, I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't let the delay fuck with me enjoying myself though. Because I'll be honest, the night of the election, once I saw on Fox News, shout out to Fox News, even though y'all are losing all your all your clients right now, all your all your viewership is gone. They, they don't gone over to Newsmax and <laughs> OANN, the That's, real fake news. The real. I really. I never would have. I never would expected they would have turned their back on Bro, Fox News. I, I, That's I, how. I saw how it coming dangerous this nigga but Trump I didn't know is. O A N N existed. Yeah, I didn't know that uh, O A N N or Newsmax even exists. I I felt them leaving, but I felt like where are they gonna go? There's no place to go. It's just like when they get upset talk about we're gonna leave social media, but they're still on Twitter. But now they have Parler to go hop mm -hmm. on and stuff like that. But anyways, for me, the now the election, I watched everything on Fox News because I said I'm gonna go whatever what Fox News says because. If anyone's going to be, quote-unquote, biased towards the right, it's going to be Fox, right? Yeah. I'm watching Fox. They start, let's say they start election coverage at 3 p.m. At 3.30, they call in Nevada and yeah. Arizona in particularly for Biden. Yeah. And, and once I saw Biden took was, was projected to win Arizona, I'm like, yo, I'm going to start enjoying this now. Because if Trump can't win Arizona, he ain't going to win Michigan. He ain't going to win... He ain't gonna win uh, Minneapolis. Even damn sure ain't gonna win Wisconsin. You know the Wisconsin. thing, and I hear that, and and like we were there watching the coverage, and I saw, and I saw Fox, you know, and how they were moving. It's just that, dog. I got way too much PTSD <laughs> than to celebrate. Before triple zero, before mm. there is nothing left on the clock until everyone has has reported and all this other shit. Even the, in even, Kobe mode. Even, yeah, I finished. was yeah. Job not job not done. Yep. I want to see every even to this day. Yeah. I I was still waiting to see every single state confirm their numbers. Confirm their numbers. And yeah. then that's yeah. when I'm like, I was like, mm, yeah, okay, it's over, it's done. 
And I wish, I wish I could have um, allowed myself to bask in it a little bit and celebrate a little bit. But, dog, I just, like, politically, personally, sports-wise, I know this is a sports podcast, but sports-wise, I've seen just too much wild shit happen. Yeah. I'm actually not even going to be 100% comfortable until Inauguration Day. I got you. I got you. I'll be honest You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all I'm still weighing on too. Like I, I'm happy right now, but I know shit isn't real until the next president is actually inaugurated. Yeah. Which also, and again, like I, I was, I was reading just yesterday. Even Joe Biden, Biden broke his foot. Yeah, breaking his, his foot. foot. Get this nigga. Oh Lord. Like, yo, bro, go sit the fuck down. Cause somebody wrapped this dude in some fucking bubble wrap or something, man. <laughs> like, I can't do this shit, man. Come on, man. Well, I listen. I've lived through a Trump administration. I will not live through a Harris. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. Joe Body better they, stay fucking. She gonna lock your ass for up for four years. She will, and she'll fucking laugh about it. And again, to the Trump supporters out there, that's how bad people hated Trump. They don't mind having Kamala Harris a heartbeat away from being president. A woman who laughed about incarcerating parents in California whose children were, were not attending school. On a regular basis enough. Yeah. Look that story up. It's a real deal. That's not fake news. She laughed about incarcerating parents. So that's how people, as much of you as much as you may love Trump and think he's a deity and may love him, he could do no wrong. On the flip side of that, people hate him. They hate him. They love It's the Hillary him. shit. It's the Hillary shit. The, like, that's exactly what it is. The way y'all feel about Hillary, the left feels a lot about Trump. Even more so. Even more so. But yeah, just don't underestimate how much Hillary learned. Yeah. Don't don't underestimate how much people don't like you. Don't like you. And Especially Trump in a popularity contest. Don't I don't I I cannot believe, but I can understand why a, why a Hillary supporter can be like could um think that could for a second, you know, um be surprised by how much people didn't like her. There's no way a, a Trump supporter is surprised by how many people, you know what I mean, for to me. You can't yeah, be surprised yeah, I was just by about that. to say. You know what I mean? They, they are surprised, bro, and it's stunning. They're they're in a whole different world. Those copium videos, man, for for those of you in the in the in the internet world who aren't aware, search Magateers and copium. It'll tell you everything you need to know about about Trump supporters right now and everything that they're going through. You thought that one meme of that woman screaming out no back in 2016 when Donald <laughs> Trump was inaugurated? Yo, they got videos of hundreds, thousands of people like that right and now. You know screaming no, praying, going, going to where they're counting votes right now, chanting, stop the vote. Come on. There ain't no stopping this. The yeah. Biden train has arrived. Yeah. Which ones? Which one? Oh, like Benny and yeah, just the most recent ones. Freaking Boosie getting shot. You got Sean Delay. He's he's back. Yeah, in we talked now in the wheelchairs. Um, I was watching a video of this local rapper out of New Jersey. Uh, little, what's the word? What's the word for the scale that they use when they're measuring their product? Triple beam. Triple Beam, Lil yeah. Triple Beam. Lil Triple Beam, or I think his name was just called Triple Beam. Oh, something geez. like that. This rapper out of New Jersey getting popped, murdered in broad fucking daylight. Oh, but man. But you want us pivot to, to sports first? No, because we we do the warm-ups that are not sports, and we end with sports. You know okay. what I mean? Like, all the topics that ain't sports, we kind of start with. Um, 
Cool. Yeah, I mean, in a panoramic, bro. <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers still getting shot out here. In a Panera? Uh, it's it's real in the field. It's real in the field. In a Pandora? And the worst part about that video... Niggas I'm, is out here still shooting. Everything's supposed to be closed. These bullets are still open, though. The streets ain't closed. Beef ain't closed. Y'all thought this was going to be like wintertime, right? Y'all thought the pandemic <laughs> oh was going to be like winter. God. Everybody stays inside. Don't nobody go outside. Nah, nah, nah. Still warm out. Still light out. In a panty? Still light out. Still light out. Why not? The best time is in a panty. Everybody thinks shit is cool. <laughs> they think shit is sweet. They think it's okay to go to a grocery store in broad daylight with, with witnesses around you. And, and not look over your shoulder while you're opening up your car door. It's like an episode out of The Sopranos. Remember the scene where those two black guys go to kill Tony after he buys his orange juice and newspaper? Yeah. It was just like that. But Homeboy never made it into his car. They got him while he was opening up the door. I mean, respect. Yeah. R.I.P. to him. Mm -hmm. And R.I.P. to his family. Mm -hmm. And I'm guessing, I don't know how old this dude is. I bet you this dude is like no older than like 21 years old or some fucking wild shit like that. Mm -hmm. This is just... It's America. The streets are hungry, man. Oh, man. It's America. Gun violence. That's how things happen. I mean, the, the only thing that really... That I found striking about it was... Well, two things. Number one, the time of day. Because the video looks like it's not even noon yet. Mm. You know? It could have been 4 or 5 in the afternoon, of course. But it just looked like it was real, still early in the day. Mm -hmm. You know, like the like the like the like the, the the sun was still up was still you know in the north. Yeah, you know, so that struck me about it. And then the type of firepower they had. One dude one obviously had a semi auto semi automatic handgun, right? Mm -hmm. Other dude seemed like he had a Uzi. The way the bullets <laughs> was coming out of that, wow. whatever he was, it was definitely automatic. Put more holes in him than a nigga need. But just watching that video, just another reminder, yo, when, when, when people have beef like that in these streets, it don't stop. It does not stop. It perpetuates itself. You know, violence in and of itself is energy. You cannot, you know, create or destroy energy. It merely transfers. And now that violence got transferred onto him. And it's going to get transferred back onto those people who perpetuate that violence onto him. And then back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Straight up. Crazy. But that's hip-hop news. <laughs> of course, we're going to talk about his album. <laughs> All this type of music, right? But that's the thing that's perpetuating hip-hop right now. You know, I, I like, it's funny. Looking, it's a double-edged sword, Right? On one hand, you want to say, well, why are why does hip-hop perpetuate violence? No, hip-hop in and of itself does not perpetuate violence. Yeah. Genres within hip-hop perpetuate violence because that's what their I mean, music art, is about. I mean, art imitates life. I mean art imitates life, exactly. Violence came before the music. And exactly. you know, it's it, like all, like for every people have the bikers out there could cut a rap rap about rap album, they would. It they would. You know what I they mean, be singing and rapping about? Right. Same you know? shit. Biker gang shit. Yeah. It's um. I mean, for every one rapper in a crew, 
it's 30 street niggas. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I'm exaggerating, but it's like, not, not everybody raps. Yeah. You know? Like, so, you thinking that, because the most prominent, when people think thugs, right, they close their eyes and they think gangster and thug. The ordinary person, the first thing that's going to blow into their mind is what? Pop. A rapper. Oh, yeah. A musician. Yeah. Not an actual person they yeah. know personally. Yeah. They're going to think of a rapper. So rappers represent that to the common folk. Mm -hmm. when they have, but people have to understand that, that rappers aren't common. And you and it ain't it ain't Tupac or fifth or Fifty Cent, <laughs> as the white people like to call them. Uh, that's gonna run up on you yeah. and tell you to get buck naked, nigga. Yeah. yeah, you know, like that's not who you should be looking out for, um, because you know it's now that you got something to lose. Um, I'm sorry, because now they got something. Like when when you heard of Fifty Cent. No, yeah. He said was at that point where he actually had something to lose. Yeah, so that yeah. gang gang shoot him up shit had to had to had to fade away. Otherwise, we wouldn't have heard of it. Yeah, cent. yeah. I don't mean like him specifically. I mean him in a sense of like who they think, who they envision. It could be anybody. Who they who they envision, they think that someone like Fifty Cent in Tupac. They are thugs, and they make people want to be gangsters and thugs and drug dealers and shit like that. When the uh, when the when it's the opposite, it's Fifty Cent sees gangsters, thugs, drug dealers, et cetera, et cetera, in his neighborhood organically, and then now raps about it. Tupac then raps about it. Ti then raps about it. Pusha T then raps about it. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So, so you're saying these niggas ain't real? Is what you're saying? No, I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying that like pop culture have you has you thinking that these are the real gangsters and these are the gangsters that make people want to be gangsters when it's the opposite. It's the streets that make them want to rap, you yeah. know? Yeah. And they're just seeing one side of it, you know? Um. So it's like the niggas that just killed this rapper that we're just talking about, they don't rap. Mm. You know, like those... That the rappers rap about. Yes. Or, mm. you know, like, so... You know, this is, this is such a multi-layered conversation mm. that, like, we could really go on and on, like, really talking about it in a serious... In a real serious way, in a real serious and delicate way, because it's like it's times where I'm like, yeah, you know, rappers get popped to the job, but then at the end of the day, it's like, dog, that's somebody's son, mm -hmm. somebody's daughter, somebody's brother, somebody's, you know, and it's like, well, it's just like it's fucked up because it's like once again, like we talk about it, it's like pray for them, but at the same time, that easily could have been them being the shooter exactly. and somebody else. It is, but it's just like that's why it's like. It's like um Well let me let me answer this, right? When was the last time you heard of a rapper getting shot or shot at and you were surprised? Because well, yeah, he's a rapper, but he ain't a gangster rapper. No. Because no, 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 I'll no. be honest, the only yeah. person I could ever think of, it was recent, it was it was uh uh XXX and Tetrion. 
he didn't strike him. When I listen to his music, this isn't against a rapper. This isn't, he doesn't rap about that type of shit. He's still in that world, you know, in terms of you can still get got, you know, but yeah. I was surprised by that because he he doesn't strike me as a gangster rapper, and he wasn't a gangster rapper. Because every time you hear about these rappers being murdered, they come from the genre of gangster rap. You don't hear about conscious rappers getting shot. You know, you don't you don't hear about rappers that rap like a common or rap like yeah, of course, or even yeah. Kanye West. Yeah, yeah, getting like shot you, or shot at. They yeah. don't because Dale's because the ultimate point I want to make is hip hop is a multifaceted genre. Yeah, of course. It has genres within it. But one genre of it, which is gangster hip hop, whatever the term they want to use for it now, gets so gets all of the media buzz, all the media hype. And justifiably so, because if it bleeds, it leads. That's the rule when it comes to media, you know? But in the in the bigger picture, so many people will go by that one aspect of hip-hop and then color the rest of hip-hop that same way. I've sat down with people who wanted to hold concerts, and yeah, and, and the conversation's going great. Yeah, we could have rock, we could have... You know, freaking mainstream. Yeah, no, but, but when hip hop gets brought up, oh yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. But what if Common was gonna perform? Would you still have that reaction? But so many people don't even think of it that way. So my issue when it comes to the violence within the music industry right now, as it relates to hip hop, is I'm saddened by the fact that one aspect of this genre drowns out everything else, and that's all people focus on. And that's all people assume the entire genre is about. I mean, you know, for the people that assume that that's what the entire genre is about, I really don't even care about those people. Or they're like at all. I mean, it's not like, I mean, for you to, for you to think that that's the that's what is all the the all the what all hip hop is about. You literally you have to be willfully ignorant mm. because hip hop is the biggest music form in the world, mm -hmm. in the world. So better than more so than K-pop. And Koreans yeah. are fucking around. Yeah, watch their videos. Yeah, yeah. and, and choreography is on point. Yeah, and what does their music? And point. what does their music sound like? <laughs> fucking R and B. It's all black shit. You know what I mean? Koreans are black, whether they want to accept <laughs> it or not. They're the black Asians. So you get to the um, Asians. But the yeah, Asians. Uh, but yeah, like it's um. So if you if you if you walk around thinking that like that's what hip hop is about, fuck you. Who cares? It's like I don't really care what you think. Mm. You know, and it is, it is, gangster rap is just one genre of hip-hop, of course. But I guess my thing is, is about, like, with that happening, it's not really about the music part of that. It's about the streets to me. And the fact that, like I said on the podcast before, Eesh like, streets. Or, like, or like we talked about before, cameras are everywhere. Mm -hmm. Cameras are everywhere. We got cell phones. How many police? How many? We Tupac got killed. We didn't. We we didn't, no footage. No nothing. We saw the footage of the, the fight. The threat. fight. The fight before the like in the in the in the casino before the shooting or whatever. Um, Biggie got killed. We don't got nothing. All we see is the shot up blue um, Explorer Again, or expedition, right? Um. But these rappers are getting killed on camera. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing the killer mm -hmm. on camera. And the killers know that they're on camera. Mm -hmm. They're going on live. Mm -hmm. 
They are shooting right outside the front of entrance of the club. What's, what's the word I like to use? Brazen? Bra- yeah, straight brazen <laughs> murders and attempted murders. And I'm sure if they did some digging, they have the they have the video Benny of Benny of Benny getting shot outside of um the Walmart. Mm-hmm. My thing is, is what's the mentality of the streets when they no longer care? Oh, sure. Bear that they're getting yeah. you know what I mean? Bear fuck rap, fuck any of this shit. Yeah. They are killing people on camera and they don't even care. Yeah. People are going on their live, making sure their live is up first. Before right. They go out there and squeeze the That's trigger. beyond hip hop. And of course, we're no we know about it because That's of because it was rappers that. getting killed. For every one rapper that gets killed on camera, there's ten no name niggas that get killed on camera. Yeah. And that never get bubbled up. Mm-hmm. So it's like young black men aren't even being smart about it. We used to say shit like street smarts. Yeah. And the one thing about being a street nigga is you had a certain level of intelligence when it comes to the ops. Mm-hmm. Opposition and for those who, who are watching at home. The ops and the optics. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, We're very political double double entendre, shit. don't ask me how. <laughs> you know what I mean? You use We talk about the wire and them niggas like not talking on... The Wire, nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, The <Yeah>. Wire. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the, tr- the, the, the tricks phone. of how long, the tricks to how long we stay on the phone, and call, hang up, beeper mm-hmm. this, message this, all these things. But now these kids are literally handing these niggas the indictments, <laughs> handing them the, the, vo- the text messages, the voice, the video, the, the diss track, the diss track, <laughs> everything you need to Shot get a conviction. With my nine, <laughs> well, they, we used to have a thing called hip hop police. Mm. People used to talk about, yeah, yeah, the feds, the people, the police reading deeper into lyrics and all this other shit, and kind of sparking beefs between people mm-hmm. just to see what happens yeah. and woo woo. Yeah. Now that's that's done. That's over. They don't need to do that no God more. No more. Just make sure he got his social media. That's all we need. We got That's everything on need. you. We got everything on you. So we got you on. We literally got you on camera, on social media, selling the dope, counting the dope, counting the money that you made from selling the dope. The internet. The the internet killed has killed the streets. Yeah. The internet. It, it's, it's just so like. Streets and the out. internet don't crime and the internet <laughs> don't mix. <laughs> They don't, don't mix. Tell that to World Star or the Hood Clips or the Hood Site. Hood Clips is an oxymoron. <laughs> that shouldn't exist. Shooting a nigga on camera should not exist. Nah. Well, it, I think I think it 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 more it also goes to tell you about the times of people really generally just not giving a fuck. Yeah, they don't. And what give is a making fuck, them yeah. like straight up not give a fuck? Children, these dudes are kids, bro. They're kids. NBA young boys. Also, anytime I say NBA young boys, that's referencing all the all young of rappers. them. All, all young boys. Rappers, all young boys. All young boys. Y'all are all NBA young boys to me. Straight up, nothing but respect. But <laughs> it's it's me sitting here in my thirty year old plus body, 
reflecting about how how wild I used to be. I'm not going outside. And I wouldn't hold a candle to these motherfuckers. I'm not going outside. Alex, 20 years old, about to be 21. Shout out to you, by the way. Shout out to coming up. Hey. Hey. Where they coming up. Hey. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I'm not... I'm not outside with y'all. Yeah. You know yeah. what? Nah. nah. Nah, I'm not chilling with y'all. Yeah. There used to be a level of, you know when you outside. Yeah. You're in your early 20s yeah. and you outside. I'm outside, outside. You outside. And it's like, you know, but you, your head is on a swivel. Oh, now time. it's, you can't swivel fast can't enough. Swivel fast enough. You just I'm have to you. be home. I'm home. Well, I'm you, home. What? I don't know who that is. You're a black man. I love you. I don't want no... You know what I mean? I'm not getting into no calls of black men on just off GP, mm-hmm. not even on street shit. Mm-hmm. Black men, black women, I'm not doing it. You know what I mean? But this brings it to a whole nother level that makes me like, dog, who are you? I'm sorry. It's love, but mm-hmm. I done. I can't... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, it's serious when the Creole comes out. Yeah. Because that's the, yes, that's the energy that that's the only energy you yes. know that can convey yes. how you <laughs> really feel. <laughs> Straight up. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm good off of y'all. Mm. And I love y'all. Y'all are my people. But I'm good. Yeah. What y'all are on. This shit needs to stop. Shit really needs to stop because because another just fucked up aspect about it is like yo bro, all of y'all is getting money. Yeah, all of y'all. This this shit proves that this is why I, I've had I, I always look, come from I a mean, mindset of like abundance, right? Let, let's keep it let's keep it a buck here. Whether you King Von, Little Fizz. Oh, you talking about like the rappers? All, all the rappers, yeah, right? Yeah. Mo three, all, all all you take all these rappers and all the rappers they got beef with, right? Ain't none of them complaining about how, well, I don't like him because his fame is hurting my pockets. Yeah, I All wanted, of y'all are able to tour. Yeah, I want to. All t- y'all are able to make money. Well, not, well, they can't do it now, but. Yeah, yeah, but, because yeah. of the pandemic. But right. you know but what yeah, I mean? Like, at before, the end of the day, yeah. none of. It's not, this it's not beef. shit is only hurting you. It's not, yeah, it's, it's music. You are bringing street shit to the music business that shouldn't belong. That don't belong. The, the reason why y'all have beef ain't because you booked you bu- you booked SOBs or the House of Blues mm-hmm. and that means I can't exactly. and da 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 and why come, come the pastor week. <laughs> like the same fans is going to be there yeah, too the next day like like that isn't but that but like that was a hypothetical that isn't what's happening it's over dumb shit and everybody eats there's so much money out there in hip hop like bro there's what? rappers that rapper you just told me about, right? I never heard of him yeah. in my fucking life. Yeah. You couldn't even think of what his name was. Yeah. But I'm sure he had he had the baguettes. Yeah. I'm sure he had the jewelry. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he had this and that. They so what him. I they so what I mean to his range. Right. So so what I mean is you can have that money, you can uh, you can get all those things and a nigga from Massachusetts don't even know who the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. That's how much money's yeah. out there. Yeah. Fact. That's Fact. how much money. There's enough for Fact. all of us to eat. You a SoundCloud rapper. For all of us Still to eating. eat. And that's what it is. It's like... And that's another... Fi- that, not just him. That's another family that can't eat. Can yeah. you imagine? King Vaughn's whole family fucked now. Pop Smoke's whole family. XXX, Extension Family fucked. Mo3's whole family. Done. 
Like yeah. when we sit up here and we watch the end up, we're gonna get to sports. And I know we're supposed to stick to sports at some point. Yeah. But I love watching the NFL, NBA drafts, yeah. and all that shit. Yeah. Because what we are watching, but before all that shit about like, of course, you know, a player finally being able to get his dream and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. We'll, we're watching. What about our dreams? What, yeah, we're watching black men. Elevating their families, their entire families. Black men and Tyler Hero. And Tyler Hero, yeah. <laughs> and Tyler Hero. <laughs> elevating their entire... Do you pay attention, low-key, when they draft the white the white kid? And, like, you kind of... You know, they do it at the house. Mm-hmm. And in the NFL draft and the NBA draft, you kind of look at, the like, the white kid's house. Yeah. And it's like... It's already a nice house. Yeah, it's already, already a nice house. Nice. Y'all it's already, already a nice chilling. house. And you know, and like, you know do you notice that, Alec? You know, you I know. I don't really watch the draft like that, anyways. Okay, okay. You, you know, you know. Uh, Ipr- oh, fuck. I'm just gonna switch the topic because I'm, I'm not gonna remember. This. It was a def- it was a quarterback who got drafted in last year's draft, mm-hmm. and for some reason, I want, I'm thinking of JJ Watts fan, but I know it wasn't JJ Watts because it was a QB who got drafted. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he got drafted from home, and the whole issue was about like they saw. They'll, they'll make it fun of him because I guess like his girlfriend stood up one time and went to another room that his brother was in. So they him and his girlfriend and his brother came out and like oh, they, yep, they yep, made yep. all these memes about yes, it. Yes, right? yes, yep, yep, but yep. The, the entire time I'm yeah. thinking about like that's a real nice fucking living room. <laughs> but it's true though, like when I watch in particularly the NFL draft. Yeah. You know, yeah. You see these brothers here, the ones who get drafted at home, and when they're they like a small crib, room on a small, small couch. Room, you can tell. You can tell by the quality of the couch, the quality of the house. Mamas there, sisters there, big mamas on there, the fucking. And they dress to the nine. Not to the nine. The they white boys, big ass house. They in t-shirt on. They in f- Tiva flip flops, tacos. They're like, <laughs> oh, you just got drafted, my yo, yo, I'll Tommy. Anyways, <laughs> the fuck, nah, real talk. Like I was gonna be real straight. Talk. I mean, look, go go back go back to Tom Brady to Tom Brady when he was in tears, he was wiping away the tears like, yo, man, if they didn't draft me, I was got to go out there and fucking sell used cars. Yeah, like Tom, Bro, stop Tom, being. If you was Tyrone, you gonna have to hit the block. You hit the block, you security nigga. Security now for the for for, for the D boys, right? Straight Fuck up. Fuck you talking about, Tommy? Come on. You still graduated from Michigan, bro. Stop being so fucking <laughs> dramatic. Fucking <laughs> so you got a fucking degree from Michigan, and he thinks about to sell fucking cars, dude. So fucking dramatic. That's, that's, that's a cop. That's that. That's why you. That's why they passed on you to 199, nigga. They knew you didn't have the mental. <laughs> you no, draft this fucking car dealer. Yo, that's that fucking Jordan <laughs> shit. That fucking psychopathic Jordan shit, like creating <laughs> shit in your mind, bro. I take it personal. <laughs> They told me to speak louder into the mic, so I took it personally. Yeah, like, <laughs> I feel like, yeah, that is, see? Jeremy's right around the line with them fucking psychopaths. That's why, hey, that's why me and Mike, we click. We yeah. Click. Yeah, I know what he means. I know what he um, means. I told him no mustard. They put ketchup and mustard. I took it personal. <laughs> Dropped 65 that night. <laughs> and, and I bought that restaurant and, and closed that it. Restaurant. It closed. It fired everybody. Um, But Make yeah, it. like, you know, so... <laughs> Yeah, when I watch those drafts and shit, and I'll wrap this up, like, so we can get back to get to the sport. This is almost an hour in already. We didn't even talk. Right now, yeah. But, like, no, nah, I mean, like, time. Um, uh, you know, when I watch those drafts and I see those young black men and, and like, dude, they hit the lottery, bro. We're watching. Yeah. We're literally watching people hit the lottery. Yeah. You yeah. know? And their, their families' lives for are forever changed. 
because of this. Can you imagine what the influx, the base salary in the NFL is $400,000? Could you imagine what the, like, what the influx of $400,000 into a black family? Especially these black families, the majority of these players are coming out the South on yeah. top of that. Let's be exactly. real Exactly. How that if money you're black stretches. You get drafted into the NFL, you come out of Florida, Georgia, Texas, Texas, and, uh, and um, Oklahoma. Yeah. Those are the four cities I always hear, the four states I always hear these players getting drafted out of. Mm -hmm. And then if you get drafted out of Florida, that means you came out of Miami, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. You know? So you take that $400,000 base salary, if you're getting drafted, you came from Boston, ain't, it's, yeah. it's gonna do you good. That ain't good. But that is nearly as gonna yeah. do you if you came out of Georgia. Yeah. And this, we're talking, that's, that's, that's base. And that's base salary, not even, not even draft rookie salary. On, that's base salary for some nigga that was practice squad, then yep. get signed by the team. Yep. Da -da -da -da. That's base, 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 base NFL salary. salary. These rookies are making more than that. Not crazy, crazy more, mm -hmm. but they're making more than that. And, and that's NFL. We're not talking about NBA. You know what I mean? And all these other in all these other sports. So it's like it's a great thing to see. So it's like when I look at those kids, when I look at those those athletes, and I look at I look at those rappers the same way. Yeah. Same opportunity to to uplift their families, their friends, and all mm -hmm. these things. And then when they die, get murdered. Get murdered in that in that way. My God, it's tragic. Yeah. Beyond, yeah. beyond, because it's, yeah, it's, it's tragic, but. And again, like, <laughs> we, we haven't gotten to the part of, like, when you listen to these artists' music, these motherfuckers got talent. Crazy talent. Crazy talent. Crazy talent. Crazy talent. Then when you get to hear their story, you hear, like, yeah, he was a gangster, he was on the block, whatever, but he was, he was, he was in the band in high school. Yeah. He was a band leader. He always wanted to make music. He, always he was to always music. talking about he wanted to be a rapper. But he, this is the environment he grew yeah, up in. Yeah, and you had to get it how you live. And Especially when you hear about these, these, these young boys coming out of Chicago. It's like, bro, like they get it how they live out there. You think they're walking around tooled up because they want to? They do it because they have to. I get straight A's. My mama bought me this gun. My mama bought me this to make sure I'm good out here. I, I'm, a, I'm a straight A student, but I'm on the south side. You don't know what I have to go through just to get to school. What streets I gotta cross? What gangs I gotta go through? And that's and that's and that's what that's Terrible. what my heart hurts for. You know, when I say like, <coughs> you have these kids out here feeling like they they got nothing to lose because it's like they're so tough. Mm -hmm. These kids are so tough. They've been through so much, and they still through all of that still succeed within their own right and still you know um but and then for them to just end up down this road not knowing how talented how smart how you know it's just heartbreaking it's heartbreaking that a dude because for every for every one dude that gets killed on camera, there's a dude that is so hot-headed, so angry, so tense, so all these things that he would do it. Mm -hmm. And that is what like hurts my heart. Like yeah. to know that the conditioning mm -hmm. is still working the way that yes. it is. Yes. And that's and that's that. We can we can we can go on. Alex. Well, since we talked about conditioning, what type of condition do you think Jameis Winston is in right now? Getting benched. For a running back? For a running back to start at QB, who ended up winning the games. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is this. 
in defense of Jameis Winston, he's trash, but not that trash. Not that trash. Where you could bring up, where you could have your wide receiver or your running back or whoever take over the reins of starting QB for you. But what do I know? I'm not an NFL head coach. You know, I'm like, all I keep thinking about is Colin Kaepernick. Like, I like, <sighs> Colin Kaepernick still don't we, have a job. We were sitting here watching the Broncos play the Saints. The Saints. The Broncos shot to suit up one of their coaches. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I'm going to cut you but, off. But, but, I'm going to cut you off, and I'm not sorry for cutting you off. I just got to say this show. Any motherfucker who wants to tell me that the NFL is not racist with regards to their handling of Colin Kaepernick, get the fuck out of my face. I have watched the NFL even back when it annoyed me as a child with my older brother, and I hated the NFL at the time. I have watched a lot, a lot, a lot of football. I cannot tell you. My God, look at Kurt Warner. They signed Kurt Warner out of a fucking grocery store. Yep. We hear about players in the NFL. Yo, they cut me. I was off selling cars. I was off paving floors. I was off staring at the sun. Yeah. And they signed me because they needed somebody. Yep. Right now, we're in a panorama. Yep. You got QBs <laughs> going down left and right. Yep. And Colin Kaepernick. They're moving, they're moving games three days. We don't know when the Ravens and Steelers are going to play. They're trying to suit up their, 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 their coaches to come in and play. Literally. But Colin Kaepernick can't get a job in the NFL as a quarterback. Nah. I don't I don't want to I don't I don't I don't even want to see any more of your bullshit NFL commercials about being all inclusive and all that bullshit. No, 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 and no, racism. no, 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 no. No, no, no. You want to end racism? End it within your own organization right now. Straight up. The fact that Colin Kaepernick still does not have a job is fucking ridiculous. And all it tells and all it's there to do is inform you to the levels of racism and bigotry. And, and, and even though it's not necessarily related to the Kaepernick situation, even sexism still runs rampant in the fucking NFL. To the point that these teams will rather lose... These owners would rather see their teams lose than go out and pick up a player like Colin Kaepernick. Sorry, not sorry for cutting you off. No. What you said was righteous, and it was correct. Um, no need to apologize for the truth, man. It's fucked. It's crazy. Mm. It's fucking crazy. Part of it, you laugh like they mm. they started... The Saints started a running back over a quarterback, mm -hmm. a black quarterback. Mm -hmm. Granted, that's a whole nother conversation, um, but which could be possibly explained away. But just remember the optics here. Mm -hmm. um, and the Broncos, literally, because all three of their COVID. I said all three of their COVID, might as well. <laughs> all three of their quarterbacks were on the COVID list, whether they caught COVID or they were interacted with someone with COVID. So they were, you know, rele relegated out of there. Mm -hmm. Started a practice squad wide receiver at quarterback. Practice squad. Practice like, squad. Practice squad wide receiver and you starting quarterback. You cannot make this shit up. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot make this shit up, bro. Nevertheless, 
Irregardless. Um, where the fuck? Why did we even get here? I forgot. We were from talking about uh, the conditioning of the black males within hip hop and the conditioning of Jameis Winston. Oh yeah, his He's psyche fit to play QB, I guess. Yeah, his his psyche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know about I don't know about famous Jameis, but I mean, hopefully, I don't know, man. I really it's a trip. It's a trip. And then meanwhile, we have IQB here, Cam Newton, who's under the control of a terrible fucking offensive coordinator who doesn't know. Hmm. I, I, ain't even gonna, I can't remember the name of our offensive coordinator, but it doesn't matter. Josh McDaniels. Uh, you know his fine, name. Fine. You know his so name. Let's, let's, be, let's be smirched Josh now. Josh McDaniels is a one-trick pony as far as I'm concerned. He's the type of offensive coordinator. He could only have success with a certain type of quarterback. Okay? Every other quarterback I've seen under his tutelage that basically wasn't Tom Brady and Matt Castle for that year. Was he, was he still our OC at the time when, Matt, when we had Castle starting that year? He was. Okay. Um, and Matt Castle that one year. And again, Matt Castle, of course, is no Tom Brady, but the style of play is similar. They both run sideways, Matt Castle and Tom Brady. Watch the film. But if you are not that type of quarterback, there's nothing Josh McDaniels can do with you. There is absolutely nothing Josh McDaniels can do with you. Even when you're a quarterback who can run the ball, still cannot do anything with you. I mean... Josh McDaniels needs to be fired. Yeah. Jeremy's always about firing people. I'm to the point. I'm to the point. point. I'm to the point. Fire him. He ain't gonna be my he, hey he ain't gonna be my head coach. I'll tell you that. I mean, when Bill leaves, I leave. I'm telling you that right now. Especially if Josh is gonna be taking the fucking helms, which is what he looks like. Alec, like, you think we should fire Josh McDaniels? Uh, fuck it, fuck it, fire him, <laughs> fire his ass. Because Alec is a rider. You know, Alec is a rider. I'm with you, you, bro. I appreciate the love, dog. You know it's this nigga. No, <laughs> always bringing rationale and sound thought to this shit. Yeah, you know, like off emotions. Man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my emotions was raw. Like it's hard. You know, the thing is with the with the Patriots. Period. It's like it's hard for me to like. It's hard for me to have these harsh feelings of like about the Patriots this year because there's just so many different circumstances. Nevertheless. None of that has to do with play calling. Mm-hmm. Like th- those, the circumstances don't. Like the 39 it, draw play? Dog, don't start with me. <laughs> don't start with me. Josh McDaniels has a tendency of needing two yards and he starts to play 12 yards behind. Whether it's a toss, a fucking halfback toss, trying to. You know what I mean? Uh, it's Newton. first and it's first and goal, and he doesn't have you know a halfback toss, throwing back fucking ten yards to fucking Rex Burkhead, um, <laughs> so he could get crushed, so he could get fucking like smacked, um, and it's like Josh McDaniels gets too cute, mm-hmm. and at times where we really just need he like at times where we we need to just Stick to the run basics. the ball. Power the ball, power run, power offense, no huddle offense. That's when he wants to go shotgun, slow the game down, all this other shit. 
when he needs when we need Cam to actually throw the ball and get the ball moving, mm-hmm. that's when he wants to hand the ball over yeah. to Rex Burkhead and Damian Harris and Sonny Michelle and, Shout out to and Damian James. Harris. He had a great game last night. He did. He did. And he's had really great games this season. But then all of a sudden we're handing the ball off to, to James White. When James White hasn't been behind the quarterback and fucking or beside the quarterback all season. And yeah. it's like it just really the packages. His play calling tendencies with Cam, it's like you're not making it any easier for Cam. And the thing is, Cam is a bulldozer. Yeah. Cam isn't as quick as he used to be. You know, he's a bulldozer. He's a big body. But the way that Josh has been utilizing him is just so fucking backwards. I just can't even like, I just can't understand it. You know, and it's like, I don't think that Josh needs to be fired. I think that. We need another year. But the thing is, is I don't know if we're going to have another year. Cam, I do think that Cam is our best option at quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it's Stidham. I think Cam makes us more dynamic and all of that. But let's get this shit out of the way. Mm-hmm. Fuck firing Josh McDaniels. Get Nikhil Harry the fuck out uh, of my face. Leave my boy Nikhil alone. Nope, 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 Leave my little homie Nikhil alone. The Patriots God. wasted a first-round draft pick on a It still all goes back to Des Bryant It always goes back to Des Bryant. <laughs> yes. When are you going to let that go, Jackie? Never. When are you going to move on? Never. Never. Because every single time the Patriots have an opportunity <laughs> to land us a stud-wide receiver. In the draft. In the draft. Pass on them. We pass on them. We'd much rather get hire niggas off the street, hire, <laughs> hire niggas that work at Dunkin' Donuts at the stadium, hire motherfuckers that haven't played football, that never even played wide receiver, um, um, undrafted players, pe- players Bring old. Antonio Brown one week just to cut on the next. Old, old players that have hit the, that we could get a discount on. People didn't want to play, players that they didn't want to pay. That's how the pay, the Patriots find their wide receivers in the scrap room. Yeah, just like homeboy last year. Uh, uh, what was his name? The QB that we brought in, veteran. Bill had his eyes on him for years. Uh, played with us, barely played with us. Uh, then Tom leaves. He stayed with us. Then Bill ended up cutting him. You're not talking about Brian Hoyer. No, not Brian Hoyer. This is a, this is a wide receiver. Oh, a wide receiver, black dude. Damn. Who are you talking about? You talking about um are you talking about the tight end? Was he a tight end? Like the older dude? No, no, why, no, no. why can't I think of his name right now? No, no, like no, 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 not, I'm not a Patriots fan. I know his name. I know who you're thinking of it's not a tight end. He's a wide receiver. Wide receiver. We brought him oh, last year. Oh. Oh. Fucking um he was he wide receiver for the Denver Broncos for years. Won a yeah. Super Bowl with them. Yeah. Fucking Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas was Demar- one of them. Well, that isn't the person I'm thinking of, but Demarius Thomas is another is another perfect example, though, right? Yeah. We bring in these 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 quote unquote stud wide receivers when they pass their prime. Yes. And the point and I was going to make about Bill cheap. was like Bill always had his eye on this wide receiver. He even tried to trade for him six years ago. Yeah. Because six years ago was the last year he was actually that good yeah. enough, worth trading for. Yeah. But now he's available. You could get him off the off the scrap yard, and you think you're gonna refurbish him, and it doesn't fucking pan out. Yeah. 
because he's not that 28-year-old stud anymore. He's 34, yeah. 35 now. Yeah, and he runs you know? a fucking... S- and the um, reason you wouldn't trade for him those six years ago because of a fucking eighth-round draft pick you didn't want to give up. Right, right. You know? But yeah. it always worked because you had the ultimate straw stirring the drink in Tom Brady. And this year, I think you're starting to, you're definitely seeing the effects of when you don't have... You, when you don't have an extension of the coach in any sport, when you do not have an extension of the coach onto the on the field, it's evident. Yeah, that's how it's we. Evident. I mean, because that's how we lose the games so close. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, w- how many games have we of the five games we've won? Five games we lost six in eleven games, mm-hmm. and if my math is right, mm-hmm. your ele- my elementary fucking math is right. Um, out of those six losses, not even just the six losses, the five, the five wins too. It's like how many of those games have we won by less than a touchdown, or come down to the wire, won by a field goal, or won by probably eleven out of eleven games. Yeah. Yeah. That happens when that's all about experience, because we're not closing. We're not. That's all experience. The Chiefs are going to close. Cold. You know what I mean? Close, all right. Yeah, they're for damn sure they're going to close. <laughs> they're going to close. The Seahawks are going to close. Yeah. The, the Packers are going to close. Seahawks are going to close unless it's, you know, a goal line play, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Malcolm Butler. But, I mean, isn't that ironic? I mean, they stopped Cam on the fucking goal line this year. So it's mm. like, mm. see how things fucking come full circle. Um, Not for a Super Bowl win, though. Just yeah, saying. no, just a week two win. Just saying. Um, <laughs> so it's just one of those, like, it really just comes down to experience and poise under pressure and play calling down the stretch and not making those mistakes. The Patriots players, and they don't, it's not just about Josh McDaniels and Cam Newton and Nikhil Harry being a fucking bum. It's about <laughs> our fucking defense. Our defense doesn't want to tackle. They do all the right things. They're up speed to the ball is there. But when it's when it's time to tackle, each and every one of them make a business decision. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that's because of poor coaching this season? Because that's never been an issue in the past with the Patriots defense, right? Tackling. Especially to the, at least to the extent it's been to this year. Yeah, not not so, recent, not not the Patriots like of the past like three, four years, yeah. but yeah. So would you equate that to poor coaching? Or lack of time on the field due to the panor- the, the panoramic, the, the, um, the Pandora that's going on. The Pandora. Um, I would say it's a mix of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. The main thing is I just don't feel like everyone is in it all the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like much like I feel like they'll never admit it, and very much so. Even though like, like I saw in the bubble too, mm-hmm. in the NBA, I felt like the players are in it. And because they're in the game and then when the going gets tough, I won't say that because I'm not trying to like equate them to like quitting or like they're soft or some shit. No, I'm not not because they're not. I just think that when it when it gets down to it, they're just like, yo, I'm just trying to get through this shit. I'm not about to try and like crack people, get these big. I'm just trying to survive these weeks and get through this this crazy mess of a season. And it shows in their tackling to me. I could be wrong. I could be off. No, no, because I, 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 I agree with you this year. Um, watching their defense, because the, we get they, there. Yeah, we get there. Yeah, but the there's a whole lot of yeah. missing that first tackle. Yeah. 
And it's just like the offensive player, they have the juice because they have the ball in their hands and they want to score. But when you're a defensive player, you really have to get up for it. Mm -hmm. You know, you really have to get up for it. You really got to want it. Mm -hmm. And our defense doesn't really want it. They want to get through it. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why, like, we are five and six right now and not, at best, we should be, I truly think we really should be, um, out of 11 games, I really, I think we should be eight and three, seven and four. Oh, yeah, I was about to, I was about to say um, seven and four. No, because it's evident also, too, like, don't forget, our best tackler and best dope boy, Patrick Chung, <laughs> sat out this year. Yeah, and so did Dante Hightower. You know? So our starting linebacker. Our starting linebacker. So our, our basically our best two tacklers on the team sat out. And it and you missed that on the field. Of course, they're not just their individual tackling, but the tone that they set. Yes. So now not only are you missing tackles, we don't have those players that are gonna hold you accountable. Yeah. For that. Yes. You know? And yeah, yeah it's 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 a it's an unsteady ship right now. It's an unsteady ship. But when the AFC East. Division's still trash. I don't, I don't care about the Bills. I don't believe in them. I, st- I think we're still going to sneak our way into a playoff some way, somehow. But we'll see. Yeah, I mean, we got five games left. And, and if, we go, if we go undefeated these last five, that'll land us at 10-6. and six. Mm-hmm. And the Dolphins and the Bills both won this week. They already have, I think, seven wins or eight wins and shit like that. It's like... It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Like, and, and it's going to be tough to make it. It could happen. And I know that, that the NFL also um, already put in place, like, the plan to, to um, expand the playoffs if the season is halted, mm. you know? If they expand, I feel like the only way we get into the playoffs is if they expand the playoffs, and which I think they just should have, period. I just like more playoff games. Mm-hmm. Um, I like more wild card games. Um, um, but do y'all think this season, remember at the beginning of the season, I asked y'all, do y'all think this season will run? Like, not smoothly, but it will begin and end when it's supposed to. And I said, this shit isn't even going to, I don't, I don't yeah. think it's going to go. Yeah. And I think y'all said, oh, you think it'll go, it'll, 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 it'll it will, Come to it, you know. It will. We'll, the full season will happen. We'll 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 have to check the tape, but I'm pretty sure that is what I said that the full season will, would happen. But now being in the midst of it, yeah. I still feel that the full season will happen. But I have a sneaking suspicion that the playoffs and particularly the Super Bowl is going to get thrown off. I think the two teams are going to make the Super Bowl. Then one of them going to get ravaged by COVID, and mm-hmm. then NFL already put out a release saying that look, if something happens where one of the teams can't participate in the Super Bowl. We have plans to push the Super Bowl back yeah. by a week or two. Yep. So they're already preparing for some shit to go down. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think there'll be a playoff weekend that gets canceled and it gets pushed back. And then once the teams make it through the playoffs and the Super Bowl comes around, the Super Bowl is going to end up getting pushed back. Because these motherfuckers, these NFL players aren't going to fucking follow any real protocols and stay home for those two weeks waiting for that shit. They're going to be out partying, celebrating, living their best lives. You know, because you you may be the Kansas City Chiefs, but look at where Kansas City is based in. Motherfuckers ain't wearing masks like that. You know, and they got They're people not shutting down their And they got like people that. in the stands. And they got people in the stands. So 
So I think that's how everything's going to end up playing. The Super Bowl's going to end up getting pushed back. There might be a playoff round. I ain't going to say miss, but it gets pushed back. Yeah. Because, of course, they can't cancel a playoff game. But that, that's what I'm expecting. And we're seeing it now. But with that said, if we woke up tomorrow to the to news that the NFL saying, yeah, no, we're canceling the rest of the season now. It's getting too bad. I wouldn't be surprised about that at all. You, Alec, you think it's going to continue or you think it's going to? Um, I'm not sure. Originally, I thought it was going to end up like the MLB. Gotcha. Just like something was going to happen like halfway through the year and then they're not going to be able to play. But, I mean, the NFL is pretty greedy, so I'm sure they'll find some way to let <laughs> yeah. them Perfect way to put it. Yeah, you always gotta, you always got to keep <laughs> keep greed intact. You always got to, you know, greed is always in play. Um, how y'all feel about us finally getting rid of Gordon, man? We did it. I, I, we did I appreciate it. Gordon exiling himself. Yeah. He didn't take the contract and he showed himself the door. And he still showed us some love at the end of the day, you know. I'm more disappointed in the fact that when I hear these stories that we were offered Miles Turner for and we, Gordon and, and we didn't take it yeah. for whatever reason. I haven't gotten into the nuances of why we didn't take it, but I'm more perturbed by that. But now this situation with Gordon, we traded him for a, dra- for a conditional draft pick that we only get if the Bobcats are oh no good next year. Oh, oh no, let me correct you there, yeah. buddy. Number one, it's not the Bobcats. It's the Hornets. It's the Hornets, And then, secondly, no, it's not for that. This, well, we traded him, and we got a fucking, uh, 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 an exemption. The trade exemption. Oh, yeah, we got the trade exemption. The trade exemption is for almost $30 million. Break that down to me. So what does that mean exactly? What that means is. Break it down to America. What that means is we can unload, we can get a contract that is that big. We can add on a contract up to $30 million onto our roster without having to trade away people. It's as if it's kind of like a placeholder. Uh, I got you. I got we you, lost I got a guy you. that we would have been paying about $34 million. Giannis, Giannis are you listening? Yeah. Are you listening? Yeah. <laughs> so the type of player we can add is a player. We can split that money up. Uh-huh. We can add some, pick up some players, mm-hmm. add them to the roster, use that $30 million flexibility, which is a lot of That's fucking money. A lot of coinage. Or of coinage. If, there's a, if there's a player out there that expiring contract, big contract, um, we can take on that player. Like a, a a player that a team would want to get rid of. Imagine Kevin Love. Mm. You're the Cavs. You want to get rid of Kevin Love. Mm. You're so and so. You want you get what I mean? You can take on that thirty million. It's it's like thir- you know. Mm-hmm. So like, and it was the biggest trade exemption that ever in NBA history. So Danny Ainge did his job. We didn't get nothing for it. What we did, and that makes it so we can still make that Miles Turner trade. Ah, we can just absorb his contract. I see what you mean. You know what I mean? So it's... um. I'm just saying Miles Turner would be a great look in that green. Baby. He would. And now that great we got Tristan Thompson as well, we have dog. We have bigs that re- could rebound and run the floor. You know? And... We drafted um, Neesmith. He's a hell of a shooter. We got Teague as well. Mm -hmm. And Teague is a serviceable 
um, dude. Shout out to your boy, Jeff T, Alec. I know. Shout out to you, Alec. <laughs> you know what I mean? We got, yeah, and shout out to Evan Turner. Yo, the Celtics really, y'all don't know this, if you, if you listeners, but Alec had two people that he just kind of never fucked with. <laughs> Number one was Jeff Teague. Mm. Number two was Evan Turner. You but mean granted, Evan Turnover. But yes, exactly. Evan, Tur- <laughs> Evan Turnover. I know a lot of people. This, this, it's funny. We were with a few people. A lot of people have very positive views about Evan Turner. People and are trash, Shaky. You know that. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Positive view. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, he's a good it's guy. That shit. That's what it was. He's light skinned That's why. Yes. That's why he's light skinned that's That, that is true. Shit. That is true. We all added. We did. We didn't draft no light skinned dudes, but we did add on a few <laughs> more light skinned niggas into the roster, and I'm not cool with it. Um. But um. Jason Taylor's light skin and he's from Duke. You know, you know yeah. what type of mental backflips I have to do to, to learn to love yeah. Jason Taylor. My son. <laughs> you know. I love him and his deuce. Yeah. All right? And Deuce, for real. <laughs> um, and our grandson Deuce. Um, yeah, you know, but like so like in the season, the first preseason game is on the 15th, bro. I'm still. I'm that still shit is in two weeks. That the NFL, not the NFL, the NBA season is about to start up in a matter of weeks. Yeah, that's why the bubble change. Okay, this might be off topic, but it's is on it topic. changing? Is your view of the bubble chip changing? No, 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 no. it's not changing. LeBron James is an illegitimate champion. <laughs> Too many of his championships had asterisks around. He's him. an illegitimate king. He's an illegitimate king. <laughs> You're Ned Stark. <laughs> I'm Ned Stark in this dog. Straight up. Too many of his rings have asterisks around. He got they the do. bubble ring. His very first ring was after the lockout. The lockout ring. And then his 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 the only real legitimate ring to is me is the most legitimate the, ring. Is is is, is 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 the one against the Warriors when yes. he brought his team back. Yes. Like dog, no, too many of your rings have asterisks next to them, bro. That's why you'll never be. Listen, but you know that the, the two legitimate is, rings he has are very profound rings. Mm. He he beat the Spurs. Okay. He beat Greg Popovich and Tim Duncan, Manu, Jano, Manu, Parker, Young Kawhi, mm-hmm. Aaron Baines. I'm sure, sure, sure Ray Allen didn't now, have a huge... Of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. Yeah. But he won. All right. He won. But and he shot to LeBron because LeBron's the one who brought him in anyway. He bought the Spurs. Exactly. G- GM of the year. Yeah. He beat the Spurs and he beat the Warriors. Okay, so the Spurs and the Warriors rings, that's legitimate to me. That's the in- first ring, no, that's a lockout ring. And, 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 and to justify that, I felt the same way about Tim Duncan and the Spurs when they did it back in 99 and they beat the Knicks. Right, but then and the then, next. And then they redeemed themselves by proving they were champions and winning legitimate championship rings. But does that. By winning the legitimate championship after the lockout ring, that doesn't le- fully legitimize the lockout ring? Not when you have a second asterisk with the bubble ring. I didn't even think about this point until he won it this year. And somebody so, pointed that so out. So you're just hating? No, 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 not hating, just okay. pointing out facts. Listen, LeBron James, to me, LeBron James is the second greatest player I've ever watched play the game. The greatest player I ever watched play the game was Nate I'll, Robinson. I'll be biased. <laughs> Call me biased. Definitely not Nate Robinson. It's, it's Allen Iverson. Mm-hmm. 
Allen obviously is, is the greatest way I've ever watched play the game of basketball when you encompass everything, right? For you. For me. Yes. For me. When I put that bias aside and I factor in everything, mm-hmm. LeBron James is the best basketball player I've ever watched. Best person I've ever seen put on the shorts, best person I've ever seen do it. I'm just you seeing him put his shorts on. <laughs> see, see what you're trying to do? Trying to question my man. No, I'm just trying to clarify. I'm just trying you to clarify. You said it. <laughs> you said it. Didn't you? Didn't he say it, Alec? Yeah, he kind of alluded to it. I yeah, I, I mean, I know what I said. I don't need your co sign of him. Nah, it's cool. You can watch him put his shorts on. Come on, is yo, listen, love is love. <laughs> I'm just saying, LeBron has two rings with asterisks next to them. That's all I'm saying. Now, y'all could do whatever the fuck y'all yeah. want to do. Oh, yeah. oh, you quoting the Hodge twins now? Hey, the careful. twins. Careful. The, the, the Maga twins. The Maga twins. <laughs> Question, and I'll leave it at this. If this. And we have one minute left on that timer. If the Celtics win one, they'll ring in the bubble. Would 100% you put legitimate. 100% legitimate. Brad Stevens is the best coach of all time. Brad Stevens deserves a fucking coaching extension. <laughs> Anyone who says anything about anyone who says anything bad about Brad Stevens, I fucking be, be in the ass. I fucking be in the ass. Next nigga that talks to you about Brad Stevens, I fucking be in the ass. <laughs> I know you see him with Marcus Smart in them. You know with he the got burner with the ratchet. Yeah. All right. You know he got caught with the ratchet. You know he got caught with the ratchet. Shooting at wife's the police wife, and shit. Wife's an attorney, bailing him out. Yeah. You understand? Brad Stevens, the greatest coach ever. If if he wins that bubble championship. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. But. All kidding aside, I will still feel that there's an asterisk next to it, though. Yeah. I really would, man. Yeah. Just so you know, we're at an hour and a half right now. So it's like, what are, what are we left with? Uh, we just went through sports. I feel like we should be done, actually. Yeah, we should really we should really be done. Is there anything you want to Is wrap it, was, up? Was there anything else oh, on your list, Alec? Did we hit everything? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. We hit everything, like... We hit everything. I'm about to like we hit everything. Let they hit mode three. Yeah. Too soon. Wow, Too Jeremy, soon. Jeremy. <laughs> Too soon. Wow. I made that great point you point wow. earlier and life point that I got because this is a hood nigga shit dog. At the more of the stories you can take. Wow. You can take the rappers out the hood. You can't take the hood out the rappers dog. Wow. <laughs> or the bullets apparently. Or the bullets apparently. Nah. See, see, Stop that's that violence. shit. You got me. You got me. Sh- you got me doing Stop that the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh jeez, rest in peace to him and his family. Um, um, we'll delete that minute. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll delete that. Um, <laughs> we'll bleep that out. Um, what's it called? Um, <laughs> just one long beep. Um, no, any parting shots? Any parting shots? Parting shots. I got two shots for the Republican candidates and the Georgia Senate runoff that's taking place. Bow out. Just quit now. Miss Mrs. Uh, I I ain't gonna say her name. I don't, I don't, with all due respect. Oh, the the, the, the almost bi- the almost billionaire who made that commercial <laughs> about I know what it is to like to be waiting on a check. <laughs> the fuck was she thinking? The chicken man, Mr. Purdue, bow out, bow out. Y'all about to get washed. Y'all about to get washed. The fuck was she thinking? She was she was she she, she knew the thing. She she's white with privilege. Yeah, true. She's she's got the white privilege and the financial privilege. She right. ain't thinking about shit. Ain't she, is she the one that's that's the owner of the of the WME the WME NBA team? Atlanta Dream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah got her own players. Shout out to the shout her out own, to the WME employees campaigning against, against her. her. Shout out to the WNBA. They're the only ones really bout it. And and let, and the key part of all this, 
she's a senator, the sitting U.S. senator, but she didn't win the election. She yeah. was appointed yeah. to that seat. Yeah, so it is like the people voted her in there. She's another political stooge that was placed there. Yeah. And it's not a coincidence why she was placed there. She's a billionaire who donates to the Republican Party, on and on and on. Y'all, y'all know how this politics, this poli- these politics. Any parting shots, Alec? Anything uh, you need to get off your chest before yeah, we wrap this up? Yeah, I think it was yesterday was Chadwick Boseman's birthday, I think. Mm-hmm. So I guess rest in peace to him. Rest yeah. in peace, King. Yes, rest in peace. daughter and his wife and everything like that. So yeah, rest in peace. Oh, he has a daughter? His wife was pregnant. I think, yeah, his wife was pregnant. I think it was a girl. The story came out sure. like it was like a week or two after. Oh, well, was she had the baby? Um, I don't know. I don't remember. I think last time I heard she was pregnant. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, she's still pregnant. Gotcha. Shout out to him. Yeah, Shout out like to a week him. or two after he passed away, that story broke that she was actually pregnant. Yeah. I was pregnant, but is pregnant with his Right. Uh, let God please uh, cover them. Mm. You know, cover his family, cover his wife, cover his ch- unborn child. Um, Shout out to them for real. Um, I don't have I don't have any parting shots. That's been a good um, week for you, dog. You, you got no energy for nobody out here in these streets. I usually do. I usually do. Um, you got no energy for the bots that are stopping you from getting your sneakers. You know what? <laughs> I do have energy for the niggas that was outside concepts today. <laughs> All right, hear me out. Here we go. Here, here, hear me out. It's just one of those things, my nigga. Like, yo, listen. <laughs> The job is there's a lineup for sneakers outside of Concepts. The Yeezys came out today. Yeezy, the 500s, the black ones, the Desert Rat, as people like to nickname them. <laughs> and I'm on my way. I go to Tate in the morning. You know Sorry, what I mean? The Desert Rat is what it's called? Is is a nickname for nickname? it. Nickname? I like that. Desert Rat. What up? Um, I go to Tate. Shout out to Tate, by the way. Shout out to Tate. Um... You know, I get my little breakfast sandwich, my little decaf coffee. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm Pick on that up. decaf Pick now. You know what I mean? Because Pick the up. caffeine, that should be fucking with me. Make me loopy. You know we're, what I mean? We're adults now. Yeah. Decaf coffee. I'm walking, you know, to work, and these niggas are lined up. But they're not lined up. Because you got to line up before you go in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're not lined up. They're just crowded. Mm. On the fucking sidewalk. Mm. You feel me? And I'm walking through. The sensible motherfuckers are moving over. Mm. You feel me? They're moving over because they know they should be in line. Huh? In the middle of a Panera. In the middle of a Panera, these niggas is out here for sneakers. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I'm walking through. I'm like, you know, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. You know... I'm like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Like, you know, I'm being polite. I could be like, get the fuck out the way. Because y'all are supposed to be in a line. Like not a real just, G-shirt. Like, understand. I understand, <laughs> nigga. Like, this is back bay, my nigga. This is my hood, nigga. You know what I mean? Like, like y'all come here to visit. This is my hood. Matter of fact, where's your pass, nigga? You know what? Get butt naked. Yeah, get butt get naked, butt nigga. Naked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... You better get concepts to validate your parking and your past, my nigga. Because so I'm walking through, and I understand that people, you might be thinking I'm trying to cut in line. (laughs) But no, you're on a fucking sidewalk. Concepts doesn't own this sidewalk. You're just here, nigga. So when I walk, there's that energy I was looking for. When (laughs) Jeremy be bringing this shit out of me. When I'm walking and I'm saying, excuse me, 
The only response is, <laughs> of, or of, of course, my son. Of course, my, <laughs> my liege. My liege. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my fault. Because I'm crowding the fucking street, <laughs> the sidewalk. Of course, I move through the sensible motherfuckers. And then as you get closer to the front, <laughs> there's some gentlemen. <laughs> oh. so let's just say these gentlemen don't look like me. Mm. But mm. they want to dress like uh, me. Of course. And they want to talk like me. Of course. Everybody want to be you, but no one want to be you. Uh-huh. Everybody want to be a nigga, but no one want to be a nigga. So... <laughs> I, <laughs> and I have like one headphone in my ear because yeah. I'm not even, I'm walking. Yeah. I'm, walk, hey, I'm, I'm yeah. walking over here. I'm walking here. <laughs> you know, oh man, I'll get that red button. Yeah, oh, you did. Oh, you did. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. So yeah, so I'm walking and I'm like half ear, you know, half thing out. You know, I'm holding both hands, one with a box and another with the fucking coffee. Question, was the box full of maggoteers? No, but the coffee was. Delicious. Um, Better than cream. <laughs> pause. Um, I appreciate that. <laughs> I got you. I got you. That's what brothers are for. That's my brother. That's man. what friends are for. <laughs> um, that's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm fucking walking through, and like, you know, when you hear just a certain energy. Yeah. Oh, you know me. I'm keen to that type of Yeah. Thing. Like a certain, like, <laughs> turn around, like, Yo, yo, hold on, yo. My nigga. <laughs> Number one. And then you turn around and you see me. It's like, question. Why do you think uh -huh. you are in a position to have that kind of energy? Yeah. What makes you feel that comfortable? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What makes you think I won't put this shit down? <laughs> And you'll get no Yeezys today. <laughs> and I'm not, the thing is, I'm not a violent dude. I'm not like an I angry dude. Were. I'm not a, no, I'm a very chill dude. You are. But it's like one of those things. It's like, what the fuck are we, we in elementary school, my nigga? Are you worried about me cutting in class <laughs> so you can't get your fucking Yeezys? <laughs> Whoa, 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 Copernicus, standing there with your shirt. Yeah. You should never get yourself to the back of the line. Yeah. With your face. <laughs> like, my nigga, Real like, that energy like do I help? look like I'm I'm about to, I'm here to camp out with you, nigga? You look, I, I look, I'm about to cut you in line? Get the fuck out of the way. Now. And then you see the nigga at because because at the line right because here's where the line ends, concepts is over here and there's a security guard. Yeah. And then after I'm like looking at I stop and look at this nigga like, and he's like, oh yeah, and then he just like turns away. I'm like yeah, just turn the fuck away. <laughs> because this isn't the concepts doesn't own this fucking sidewalk. People are walking on this sidewalk. Straight up. Niggas, niggas, this sidewalk is for walking, not for fucking camping. <laughs> niggas have lost their lives for less, dog. Dog. Stay up. up. And you're not built for it, <laughs> my friend. For it. You buy your, you, Looking the, at you, you're, you're literally standing in line for, for on some culture vulture shit. Yes. Too. Every, all this shit you're buying is to project an image to make, to project the image that you're about that life. 
and you're letting these Yeezys go to your head. We will take those Yeezys from you, fam. Like, bro, like, yeah, you're a better man than me. Back in my day, niggas would have got buck 50 and strip buck naked for them uh, shits. But no, daylight. we have, we are in Massachusetts and we have grown from we've that. Mat- we've matured. We've, 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 we've matured. Exactly. We've matured. Pinky's up. Pinkies but up. why does, man, listen, <laughs> that's my parting shot. <laughs> that was a good one. Motherfuckers need to know where they at. To the rage, they gotta know where they're at. They have to pay homage, nigga. Pay homage. Cause like I said, you want to listen to the to the music my people make. You want to dress like me. You want to talk like Everybody me. Everybody want to be a nigga, but no one want to be a nigga. And I promise, and you don't have to. Man, listen. Man, listen. All right, check. Let's go get it out. Let's go get yeah, it out. that's you know let's what. <laughs> I get all riled up. I do this every time I get you to this Listen. area, then I try to dial you back and I can't. No, now it's over. <laughs> now it's over. You know what? I got another 20 minutes. Hold on. Now, <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That's my rant. It's just at the end of the day, yo, listen. Yo, be respectful. Be respectful. Be respectful and understand where you're at at all times. Put your fucking mask on. And put your fucking mask on. That's episode 21. Peace. Um, peace. Thanks for listening. <laughs>